0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bacon Wire podcast. We're doing a little bit of a quote-unquote emergency one tonight. Um, There's been some pretty big news if you've been living under a rock for the past couple days. The biggest one, and this is what we're going to be talking about, is obviously the Big Ten coming out, postponing, slash canceling football season. Um, Spring football is on the table but all fall sports are canceled at least until January for what I believe. Um, I mean, I, I've got Carter and uh, Zanjo with me. Uh, guys, I'll let you have the table get your thoughts to start, and then'll then I'll, then I'll kind of go on my my thoughts.
1: Um yeah, this um this fucking sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a very eloquent summary. I mean, we knew it was coming, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I guess really after, like, the tournament and, like, numbers kept going up in the south and all that stuff, like, it was just a matter of time. But, I mean, it still sucks hard.
2: Yeah. Carter, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think this is – I think them postponing it to the spring is probably just another domino and and eventually just canceling it until the fall of 2021 because – you know, I just don't see a, a feasible way of playing spring football. I just feel like, you know, if if you can have college basketball, I don't know how you do those at the same time in, you know, whatever faction. And if you're going to start a fall 2021 season on time, then it would just be completely overloaded, I feel like, even with, you know, the regular offseason. So I just don't see any way that they can play in the spring. I mean, it's a good thought, but it's probably just something we want to hear that, is going to change eventually
0: yeah i mean what is their current thought that it would a spring season would finish in may and then you have what if you hypothetically start the fall camps on time you've got what two months to recover you know if you're in the college football playoff per se um which who knows how that's going to work if If uh, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 move forward with their plans to currently play as of tonight, uh, Wednesday night, who the fuck knows what's going to happen. I I think, I think within, by the end of Sunday, I think we're going to have at least one or two more leagues cancel. That's my prediction. Yeah, me too. And I know that the
2: the SEC and I think the ACC and the Big 12 have been super adamant that they can play. Yeah. And I think that eventually there's just going to be someone in their ear who's going to tell them that they can't. And I, I just still didn't understand their original standpoint of conference-only schedules, because then if you're doing conference-only, then, you know, what's the chance that you can have a regular college football playoff? And if you can't do that, because right. it's just that, then you know, what's the point of playing the season? You just have conference champions and that's it. I just, I don't think it makes any sense in that way. I don't really think it makes sense in any way, just because football football can't operate the same way that, you know, the professional leagues can in the way of having bubbles, just because first off the rosters themselves are way too big. And then you got coaches, equipment managers, you know, all the the requirements of regular football, plus having to do things, you know, in a COVID way just does not work at all it's just way too complicated so this was this was coming forever and it's so disappointing that they've had five months to you know create a plan and they just couldn't come up with one
0: yeah it's it's literally i i hate saying this reference but it's literally kevin spilling the chili from the office they had i mean why the fuck aren't you like, the minute the NBA ended, you know, that crazy-ass day where, you know, OKC and I think it was Utah are starting to play, yeah. and then Gobert costs calls, calls all over the microphones, and all of a sudden the league is straight-up nixed until further notice. Why didn't – I don't understand why Kevin Warren, the new Big Ten commissioner, who I totally forgot was the new Big Ten commissioner until yesterday. I don't understand why – he isn't immediately the minute the NBA cancels and the NHL cancels, and then especially the second the NCAA tournaments canceled. I don't understand why he just didn't go, okay, let's kind of look and see what they're going to do. You know, maybe follow their lead, like especially follow Adam Silver's lead. See if there's some sort of thing we can do to keep a season going or at least try to have a season. But. It's just one big clusterfuck, in my opinion, and like they're still going to practice. Isn't? Don't they get twenty hours of practice a week? And yeah, I don't understand the logic behind it. But you know, maybe you guys can put it into a better perspective or have a different viewpoint than I do. I'll I'll shut up for a minute.
1: Um. So actually, I was just pulling up. Uh, Ryan Day had a proposal today. Um. Starting the season in January, eight or nine game Big Ten schedule, and try and get done by the draft. Hmm. So that'd be. April to, they could probably push back the season a month, maybe start in October. It's like six right. months to... Um,
0: well, isn't the SEC starting on September 26th?
1: September 26th, yeah. So you, you, um, could, then you,
0: I, could, you could push back three, four weeks next year and really, I, I think the kids would be okay, but uh, I'm kind of the opinion of just scrapping the season and, and focusing on next fall when we can all be back in the stadiums and having a bacon wire tailgate you know that's kind of where I'm at right now I'm kind of just like let's just punt on the season because you clearly don't have a great plan and move forward and have a firm plan for 2021 that's where I'm at I'm getting more and more pessimistic by the day
1: (laughs) I mean the reality is like what Carter said though like all this uh, – the Big Ten is just the first domino to fall, really. Like, even yeah. if the SEC and ACC start playing, they're not going to be able to finish the season. Just look at what baseball is doing right now with the Cardinals and all that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, like, as far as the spring season, um, none of this really matters if the nation doesn't figure out the whole COVID response because,
0: mm-hmm. honestly. We like, really we fucked t- up. We really fucked everything up.
1: Right, like, we had six months between March Madness and now, and we're we're here, um, and we're, we're not getting football. And, like, if the Big Ten isn't preparing right now for basketball season, like, they haven't got everything, or they aren't working on trying to figure this all out now. Like, I mean, like, what are we doing here?
0: Right. It, it almost feels pointless. Like, I think Big Ten, I think Kevin Warren, because he's getting a lot of heat, You know, he's getting a lot of heat. And I think part of it is he's a new commissioner. I think part of it is because there's some white people who don't like seeing a black guy as a commissioner. I think that's part of it too. And I think what he should do is focus on basketball, focus on saving basketball. Because, I mean, I don't know. I think you can still do – I mean, if you do it – say you start January – First, you know not that exactly that day say you start january 1st how many dome stadiums are in the big 10 you i think only three i think you've got u.s bank stadium in minneapolis ford field and lucas oil right yeah so you could do like nfl's not going to want you to play on sundays but you could do friday and saturday games two to three games on the field if you start at like 11 a.m and have like, like Ryan, Day said, like an eight or nine, like a nine game schedule with like one or two bye weeks. You could get done by April 1st, April 10th. And then, then the, the teams have two weeks to train for the draft. But like, I don't like, I don't, I don't think we're going to see Justin Fields. That's pretty much a guarantee he's done. And I don't think he's going to go. Cause there's some people saying, Obama oh, should poach him. I don't think he's going to go play for another team. I think he's just going to try and train for the draft.
2: Yeah. And the thing about
0: that with, with, with top, you know,
2: NFL guys in the big 10 is people are saying, Oh, you know, they should, they should leave the big 10 and then they should go play for like an sec or an ACC school. Like I've seen, you know, what if Justin Fields went to like back to Georgia or he went to like LSU or something. (laughs) It's like, here's the thing is, as much as they say that they want to play, they're probably not going to be able to play either. And, you know, why why would you, why in this time, how does it make sense to have an immediate transfer when, when the transfer rule already is so complicated? How do you, how do you think that in a time where there's a global pandemic going on, that you can just up and move instantly? It's just, there's no thought process to it. It's a fun idea of like the, the, the concept of college football free agency, but, it really can't happen, and I agree with you, Lucas. I think that they are probably just going to go straight to, you know, any any top NFL guy who has, like, a yeah. first-round or second-round grade possibly. It's right. just like going to go,
0: you know, straight,
2: straight like to the NFL the draft. Reason,
0: yeah. That's the only reason Dabo is pushing for an ACC season is because he wants to milk as much as he can out of Trevor Lawrence because he yeah. knows the second that the ACC moves to spring, that dude is just basically saying, peace, sounds good, to Dabo. And going straight to the NFL and becoming the number one draft pick. Which yep. I would, you know, Dabo will probably throw a fit and you know cover it in some gospel like he always does. And I'm sorry, I just can't fucking stand him. So my Dabo hatred is coming out. But um Yeah, it'd be really funny if like uh my spoof tweet of BB said uh like that'd be really fucking hilarious if if Justin Fields went to LSU and they repeated as national champions. But now I I could really see a scenario where the ACC would be the next one to kick it to spring and then the Big 12 might just say, "Okay, well, you know, if it's three out of the Power 5 that are gone, we're gone too." And I could see the SEC being so head in the ground, you know, head buried in the sand and going, you know what, we're going to move forward with it. And then like, it works for two or three weeks. And then all of a sudden there's like an outbreak and they have to kill, they have to kill the season and move to spring. But then there's going to be so many, so much more attrition because of that too. And I think I read that Ohio state lost a commit yesterday because of this. I could be wrong, but I think, I think I saw that somewhere on Twitter, so that's going wasn't be
1: it wasn't really because of this like I guess they saw the commitment coming a you uh, committed coming a while ago. But oh, okay. I'm sure this didn't help,
0: yeah, that's right, someone probably looped it in and was like, See, look what this is doing you know without context so yeah that's that's what I get for not looking it up um, yeah, that's just it's fucking sad, but I mean, you know. When Spartan Dog and I first started this thing, you know, I think a week or two before Brett came on as a co- as our third host, uh, we had Matt Brown on from formerly of SB Nation. He does his own thing now. He does an extra points newsletter. And he was straight up trying to, like a pitch man, like, you know, John Hamm meme, like Matt Brown. And then on the whiteboard, college football, moving to spring, lock it in you know, nine months before it would even, before it was a possible probability. And here we are five, well, four months after that interview. And, you know, it's, it's fucking happening. Like he saw the writing on the wall and he was dead on. And it's, it's sad, but what are your guys thoughts since, you know, we still have time. If people don't know I'm recording because Spartan dog is out on vacation, ruining football. He, he, he was the death knell to the Big Ten football season. Kevin Warren saw him on Twitter and saw that he was out doing stuff, and he's like, you know what? We're we're, we're going to bring it to just to, to January, February if uh, this guy's going to do this to us. <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. I'm recording, so I'm cheap. I don't have MSU Zoom. I only have a time limit, so we're not going to waste an hour talking about it since it sucks. That's a general consensus. But what do you guys think is going to happen with Big Ten basketball? I know it's at least until January is when it's going to start, but how do you think the format's going to go?
1: Um, probably conference only. I, just, I saw the Pac-12 uh, kicked it till January first yesterday too. Um, that was yeah. the one that, like, in their process of like canceling football, they did that. Right. I don't think the Big Ten has yet, but I think they're going to eventually uh, go that route.
0: What about you, Carter? Yeah, if you go, yeah,
2: if you go conference only, I feel like if you're if you're following, you know, a uh, a path in terms of the sport basketball, Kevin Warren needs to right now pay attention to how the NBA has conducted their bubble because it's worked to perfection. It's worked the exact way that Adam Silver envisioned it would. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you want to do that, I I don't know if they could do it, but it's possible if you wanted to do some kind some kind of bubble. Right. Uh, I think there's a lot of questions about it. If you want to play a season, I mean, like, where do you have this bubble? Do you just hold, you know, all this, all the basketball players in one spot on campus. And it's like, if you do that, do you have to kick all the other, you know, students and everything out of campus just to have a season? Uh, I think right now it seems kind of difficult, hmm. uh, but if you can pull off some kind of like like hub city for the big 10 and other conferences uh, that could probably work if they wanted to do it that way. Hmm. Um as as as, as pessimistic as everything's gone, I kind of have to be part of that too. I I just don't know how they do that either, but I guess we'll see if if things improve in the next few months. Uh, not likely, but if there's an idea, I think that Kevin Warren needs to be paying attention to what the NBA did and be you know jotting notes down right now.
0: Right. I mean the NBA. I, I was I was watching uh, Rockets Pacers before this recording i i <laughs> i put a, a tweet out to houston or to the houston rockets 18t network cuz they were reading tweets on the on their feed mm-hmm. i said can you wish my wife ligma a happy birthday she's a lifelong rockets fan but no it didn't get read nonetheless mm-hmm. i was watching the bottom line and they said i think it was like as of august 12th out of 368 whatever, the entire roster of NBA players in the bubble, there's still been zero tests. And that's been that's been a pretty big streak. I don't know how many days, you know, I'm sure you know, Carter, but, like, that's incredible. The, people need to be – every sports conference needs to be calling Adam Silver. I mean, like, how did you do this? Like, can you help us? Like, I know, obviously, logistically, like you said, you know, for Big Ten it's going to be hard. But, I mean, if you hypothetically – Made winter break longer you could do it you could do a bubble in like a, a city with a couple of stadiums like chicago with the united center and the all-state one i think it's all-state arena that has a concert and i think there's even one more like you could hypothetically do this
1: you i really don't know if they can do bubbles because of the whole like students have to be on campus all that right. you know they're technically still student athletes even if we all know it's bullshit they're, they're still going to roll with that so i don't know if they're going to want to go that route yeah um i i guarantee like if i want to put a crystal bacon in right now put it in burnt bacon we're going to have a season we're going to have an ncaa tournament um yeah.
0: they, they've said I mean, as much that it, ncaa tournament will happen because there's no way yeah, they're going to lose out on what a couple billion dollars in revenue two years in a row Right, just football and all that too. So, like, um, they're probably
1: gonna be creative. I don't think there'll be fans in the stands, or yeah, fans. But I mean, we're gonna have a season. Like,
0: I think it's gonna be a like. I'm a big couch in the room guy. I like Graham Couch a lot, and working on getting him on the pod. Which I mean, if his Saturdays open up even more, that makes it even more likely. But, um. He's been one to say for months that you know we're not going to have a football season, and he hates being right. But you know that's just how it is, because the media obviously didn't want the season to happen. You know the the Corona Bros out there didn't want it to happen. (laughs) Gosh, Um, he's been saying a twenty game Big Ten only season. Then you roll into the Big Ten tournament and. In the NCAA tournament which means we'd have to start January 1st basically which I think that's I think that's what they're gonna do. It's gonna be 18 or 20 games something like that. Just go straight into Big Ten season and that's gonna be really interesting you know for the teams like MSU, you know, a lot of new pieces not necessarily new pieces but like you know the biggest question mark is you know who's going to take X's spot, you know, that's going to be interesting. You know, normally we'd see what, you know, a month of working out the rotation and then big 10 season comes and we're ready to go. So that's really intriguing. And it could be, it's going to be really good for the teams like, like Wisconsin, you know, the one that I think is going to win the big 10, they're going to win it with their really fucking shitty basketball, but they're going to do it. Or, you know, I just think that the more seasoned and veteran teams are going to start out really hot and it might just be too much of a cushion by the time the teams with that are younger or need more pieces to kind of fit right can, can start to gel like an MSU. I'm not trying to be pessimistic on MSU's chances. I'm just trying to be real here. You know, if Tillman were back, I'd say, okay, you know, we're going to, we're going to fucking win the big 10 again, but I, there's just too many variables. And, this is going to be interesting if it, if it is, it won't more than likely is a conference only season for basketball. Yeah. But Lucas, you forgot about professor swishy swish, Gabe
1: Brown. (laughs) About to shoot 45% from three next year. Go off.
0: I hope he does, man. If he does, we're in great shape, man. We're probably losing two or three games max, but, um, I heard something really interesting about since we're going to move to basketball and then we're going to rip on Nebraska for a minute. Um, Like, you know, Graham Couch was saying that um, Aaron Henry could still move his decision to go back in the, to go in the NBA draft. Like he can still, he still has until the 27th. He could, he could realistically decide like with all these conferences switching to January and there's still uncertainty about playing in January he there's still a chance that we could see some more players commit to the draft and I forgot how he said that can happen but he said it could so forgive me for not having my knowledge right away but I was just a little perplexed by him saying that because that's something I could see Henry doing but he seems pretty set on coming back like it's nice that he said it's my third year, I'm done. As opposed to having that like will he, won't he, kind of like with Nick Ward, you know, where we're like, oh he could stay. Oh no, he's probably gone. No, he could go. So I mean I I I don't think Aaron Henry's gonna leave, but that is kind of an interesting thing if like the NBA and the NCAA say, okay, we might extend decisions a little bit longer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was. I think August 3rd is the deadline for coming back to school. But when you come back to school, you can still declare after until the 27th or something? Yeah,
0: I think that's it. like, he still has time, which I'm sure he's mulling it over. And, I mean, you kind of have to, especially if if you're not going to play for another four and a half months. You know, you got to do what's best for you. I think he should stay. I think we all agree. But, you know, I'm – I'm a little older and I remember a couple of Izzo players like Marcus Taylor who should have stayed and he ended up being a complete bomb in the NBA because he had guys in his ear, you know, how it goes. But I don't think Aaron Henry's like that at all. Um, I, before we move on, like, do you guys have any other thoughts on what's going on? Like go on some rants or just kind of shoot the shit for a little bit? Yeah, I'm just really excited to see Ohio State fans they have to develop personality. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, I – They are not handling this very
1: well. No, they're not.
0: I th- Literally the fucking drill tweet, I'm not mad. I am not mad. I'm not fucking mad. Stop saying I'm mad.
1: Like I'm not know, mad, but here's my school – I'm not mad, but here's my school president's home phone, address <laughs> – off his phone
0: god like holy shit and i just sit there you know like our boy neil you know the one you and i follow like he's like just half his i like him a lot i'm just talking half of his tweets like fuck you kevin warren you piece of shit fucking resign and then brett brought it up you know i'm like what's his fucking deal man he's like well you know if i had a national championship team I'd probably be pretty pissed too. Like we yeah. had it for basketball and we survived. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say fuck you to Mark Emmert or I think, yeah, it's still Mark Emmert. Um, I was mad well, not but, for that at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, uh, it just, and here's an interesting question I want to post you guys. And this is another, I'm getting all my content from Graham, but, um, So, you know, this is going to bring even more cuts to all these schools, especially, you know, this is going to be even more of, not even the big schools could survive in some cases, rare, but, you know, there's going to be some bigger schools that are going to struggle. Do you think, I think this is a good idea, but, you know, I'm pretty sure Izzo's probably going to take another salary deferment. Wouldn't you think? I I think he cares too much about, MSU and the AD the the athletic department to not do anything. So I'm sure he's going to take a salary cut. Again, I know he took a I took what a 7% cut. Um and I know Mel Tucker took a cut. But it's kind of an interesting question and it's like so okay, say you're the AD and you have to cut quite a bit of money. Would you go up to Mel Tucker and say I'll give you five hundred thousand dollars because basically say you're not playing this year at all but i'll extend your contract another year for the same money so he still gets his six years to build a program and at the worst case scenario you fire him after five like would would you do that for him because i would in a heartbeat if it means you're um like five million i guess the real question. in a year
1: I guess my real question would be: Does the buyout go up too? Because if yes, then Ooh. no. But if the buyout doesn't go up, then hell yeah, I'd do that easy.
0: Hmm, that's a good variable, and I, I didn't think about that. I don't. I mean, that would probably just have to be, you know, if Mel felt good about the situation. You know what I mean? Right. Um, what do you? What would you do, Carter? Yeah, no, I think so
2: too. I think you'd have to weigh both of those things. You know, with you know, is the buyout you know, is it too big? And then it's like, do you get, you know, in, in Mel's case uh, it's, it's, you know, it's another year of job security. Uh, And then in, in MSU's case, it's, you know, you're not throwing, you know, you're not losing too much money uh, because, you know, obviously you have those bags to throw at him. And if he wants to leave anywhere, you have enough money to keep him too. So I think it's a, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a low risk, high reward situation. I
0: definitely would do it in a heartbeat too. I think all things considered. Right. I'm sure they've been talking about it, something like that. You know, Bill Beekman, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I'm sure he's trying to figure shit out like this. Um, and before we start to rail in Nebraska to end this little mini pod, um, what are your guys' what are your guys' final thoughts on Jaden Akins? Do you think he's coming to MSU? Um, yeah. <laughs> Shot. I, Lock it I'm, in. I'm. I'm kind of half asking a legit question, Carter. Sorry, Carter. No, I do. Lock it in. I'm like 100 percent confident now. Burnt. Burnt. Throw him the trash bacon. Burnt. It's too. It's too burnt. bacon. All the way. Bring it. Bring it back to the cook and tell him to fix it, bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm oh,
1: 98 percent confident. Um, unless the DePaul money bags drop in the next 24 hours, I think we get them, But well, wait. You never know with DePaul.
0: You you're forgetting, man. Jawan's just gonna call him tonight and FaceTime him with his two championship rings and say, hey, you know, forget Shardy. Why don't you come to Michigan? Like and and you know, he's gonna he's gonna do it. Now, watch, this is gonna be just total egg in my face if all of a sudden he flips to Michigan, but I think he's coming. No, like, I, mean, I just I just wanna throw that out there
1: it doesn't matter regardless. He's never going to play for MSU. He's never going to go to the G League. Yeah.
2: He'll never, yeah. He'll never set foot on campus. And remember, and remember if, when we land him, uh, Michigan was never hardly recruiting him. Remember that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jawan was focusing on other guys that he probably whiffed on, although I've heard he's going to get some commits. So we'll see, but um, I'm waiting. I really, <laughs> I really hope we get an updated spreadsheet tomorrow from our, from one of our <laughs> uh, friends. I'm not going to mention his name, but um, I really hope we get an updated spreadsheet because he fucking loves those things. Probably taking an Excel night class right now trying to figure out a new uh, sum formula, you know, with composite rankings since 247 is like his uh, Bible. But He cheats uh,
1: on his wife with a CD-ROM.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> um. Wow, Zoom said I get a free time limit this tonight. Wow, how nice. Thank you, Zoom, if you're listening. Um, so let's kind of talk about the dissenters. And I'm not going to lump Iowa into this anymore because they seem to have fallen in line with everyone else, right? You know, they were, what, Monday they were pretty adamant, like, we're going to fucking play, man. We're going go to go the Big 12. And then Tuesday it was like, Nope, we're good. You know, we're, we're, we're in line with everyone else. We're line step. But our lovely corn-eating pals in Nebraska, in Lincoln, Nebraska, where there's nothing to do except talk corn and watch Nebraska football, which hasn't been relevant in my adult life. It was last relevant when I was nine years old when they won a championship, a half-title but let's be honest if they played michigan i think nebraska beats the shit out of that team but having said that they're running their mouths right now scott frost um, was all pissy that they're not playing this fall he, they're trying to he wants to figure something out and i'm i'm sure it's because i know he said he's got a pretty good team he thinks he's got a really good team and i mean i don't really take much stock in that considering nebraska was what the i think the betting favorite last year before the season to win the Big Ten West. And then they totally just had a big dump in their pants to start the year. Um, and, I mean, I get that you want to play, but, like, what, they're throwing this big fit, and I got in some, the crosshairs of some Nebraska fans. And, uh, Zanjo, you definitely got into the crosshairs, but they've just been fucking annoying lately.
1: It's not lately. They've been doing this. For as long as they've been in the big 10
0: they, they've they come back to annoy us a little bit more lately
1: yeah this time the program followed along that half title really ended up being the best of both worlds because now you can say uh, michigan didn't win it nebraska didn't win it no one really won it <laughs> if you have two t- if you have two championships you have none
0: <laughs> like urban meyer in 2015 if you have three quarterbacks you don't have one you have none
1: exactly
0: um and i I don't understand what their boner is with MSU. like they they just they don't like us, and I know they threw out that. oh man, we're up nine to two and the win loss is like, okay, one of those losses was complete fucking horse shit. like I'm sorry I'm not sorry, that 2015 game was totally fucking gifted to them. You cannot convince me that was a 12 and0 MSU team, and yeah, there was some stuff that was a little fluky you know, or not fluky, but kind of the ball has to bounce one way or another and we caught the bounces.
1: But I mean, if you switch that in Michigan, I'm, I'm happier the way the way it landed than absolutely. the other way around.
0: Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I could, I just wish Karma would give us a 12-0 season because we were so close in 2013 with Notre Dame and, you know, we were pretty close that game too. I know we were driving down the field at the end and I remember screaming at the TV when that guy pushed uh, – oh, I forget who it was for MSU. Pushed him out of bounds and hooked his arm and made it look like he did it. That was such fucking horseshit. And then the fans were just booing everything because you'd think for a, team, for a town that bleeds football, they would know what penalties are, but they're just too stupid. There must be something in the soil where the corn grows because those dumb Is this a good time. Huh? It's a good time to remind you. It's
1: a good time to remind you that Nebraska is the only non-AAU Big Ten school. Correct.
0: They is well. Don't you have to qualify? You have to have a certain um, like testing percentage. I, I have forget no what idea what is, but, but there's some qualifier where they're like, "Yeah, you guys don't, <laughs> you guys don't meet this." because uh, I mean, Rutgers people make fun of Rutgers, but I mean, they're not like, I mean, they're they're a pretty decent education and. I think that's where Mel Tucker's wife went to school too, right? Um, I think so actually. Yeah, I think Rutgers. But I mean Nebraska, if I don't know they're not gonna fucking listen to this, I don't care. What have you done for us in the Big Ten? You yeah. should bend the knee um, to us. What have you done for us? Right. Nothing and, uh,
2: yeah, no. They're not yeah, they're not gonna hear this on their crank radios in the middle of the fort, you know, in the farm. <laughs> and uh back yeah in
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> the emergency radios <laughs> yeah and uh
2: and uh yeah and back to your point Lucas um in that game in that Nebraska game i believe it was Brandon Riley the 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 Nebraska wide receiver he shoved either Jermaine Edmondson or Airjon Colhoun oh i one, think it was Colhoun well, yeah it was one of those guys w- wasn't he the son uh, of yeah, that's one of my coach? that's one of the michigan state games i had one of the
0: Not enti- I'm not entirely sure about that. I could be wrong. But man, thank- man my blood's boiling again. I'm that a- was
2: one of the most infuriating Michigan State football games I've yep. watched in yeah. recent years.
0: You know what was more infuriating? It was the Rutgers game when I thought fucking Rutgers was going to beat MSU and then they spiked the ball on fourth down. <laughs> I just turned off the TV and went to bed. <laughs> like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not even going to celebrate. Like, this is fucking bullshit. Um, There's not really anything
1: you can do after that. Um, no. But to answer your original question about when Nebraska's brought to us, uh, <laughs> they've, they've brought down the academics. Yeah. They got 70-piece by a 7-5 and Wisconsin team in their biggest game. They, uh, Melvin Gordon set the rushing record against them. And their highlight is that win over MSU that ended up meaning nothing for either team. Yeah. So uh, to answer your question, uh, they brought less than Rutgers. Has, because at least Rutgers brought the TV market.
0: Rutgers would have been a five sixty in the tournament too this year. Yeah, true. You know, they if Rutgers won the uh, the Big Ten tournament, they could have been a three or a four. I mean, they were a pretty good team. I was really wanting to see them. I was gonna like kind of make them my sleeper to get get far, not to win it all, but like you know, make a Sweet Sixteen or an Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I just can't fucking stand Nebraska. Like my, my dad's a big time Michigan fan. I don't think I've ever said that on this pod, but you know, he, and he's like, oh, I really liked, uh, when I was a kid, I liked Nebraska. I liked, uh, Tom Osborne and I love Bo. I'm like, uh oh, maybe not anymore, but, um, that's for another two guy. coaches.
1: That should be canceled.
0: Yeah. But, you know, I'm like, okay, well that's cool. You know? And, and then, you know, he's just like, Oh my God, these, these teams are so cool. Like he's, I'm so excited for the Nebraska, for Nebraska to come the big 10. I'm like, yeah, they're probably not going to do much. Cause I remember the year they joined, it was 2011 and they were on the cover of sports illustrated cause they had uh Taylor Martinez. And I think they had, it uh, wasn't Amir Abdullah. Um He would have been like a freshman if that, but they, they were on the cover of Sports Illustrated in, like, July saying, the new kings of the Big Ten. <laughs> and then, yeah, that didn't work out too well. You know, they, I, I love seeing that shit. I love seeing those covers just completely fucking bomb for teams. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to rail on Nebraska for a minute. I can't fucking stand those assholes.
1: Dude, it was really fucking funny because, like, yeah, it was when they joined the Big Ten, everyone was, like, crowning them. Their first game in the Big Ten, they go to Brett. Madison at night, get get 40-pieced.
0: Yeah, that was when Brett Bielma was in his bag. Like, yeah, that 2011 Wisconsin team was really fucking good. And, yeah, the way that we lost them really sucked. But that team was damn good. If I remember correctly, they absolutely torched Ohio State in Madison. I'm uh, – that, that was year before. Yeah, 2010.
1: 2011, they – uh, they lost in the hail mary in Columbus.
0: Wait, they were eleven and three. Wisconsin. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so yeah, it was definitely 2010. Because that, yeah, that team was yeah they had JJ Watt that was his last year. Uh, what was the scores? I want to see the score out of curiosity. Because they just fucking man, I remember watching that game. Okay, 31 to 18, but at one point they were up 21 to three. I mean, they looked fucking amazing. I was like, "Holy shit!" And then somehow they got to the Rose Bowl, but well, that's for another day. Um, yeah, I I wish we never let Nebraska in. And I get it, you know, you. But I get it. You added the the 12th team to get your conference championship game and to get more money and revenue for the league. But you could have really called up someone else. You you could have you could ask a more important team to join. I mean, there would have been more valid validity for Rutgers to join in 2011 or um, Maryland. You know, like at least Maryland gives us something in basketball, very rarely. But in Rutgers, you know, they've won a conference title in the 2000s. You know, Nebraska's was, last one was it 97? I don't know. 99. It was 99? Ah, the year I was born. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I I just can't fucking stand Nebraska and I I just hope they get out. My dream situation would be, like, if this COVID stuff just completely fucks Notre Dame over. And I know they have that ACC contract, so just let me dream for a little bit. It would be great if Notre Dame just, like, rainy day, Jack Swarbricks, Swarbricks just, like, drenched, crying tears, knocks on Kevin Warren's door, and he's like, please. Please let us join. Please let us join the Big Ten. You know, it's never going to happen. I think if they didn't have the NBC contract, I think things would be a lot different with Notre Dame. But, you know, you could Notre Dame could easily join a conference and still get the TV money. They could still do their own thing if you worked out a deal. You know what I mean? Because then all their away games would be played on Big Ten Network. And a lot of people have the Big Ten Network. You know, if you don't live in – the Big Ten country still get the Big Ten network.
1: Oh dude, Nebraska fans are canceling BTN subscriptions right
0: now. Like actually doing that. Oh my God. And I'm sure the cable company's like sounds good. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> like we okay. Wow. Oh my God. They're probably calling up <laughs> they're probably calling up Xfinity like just so you know we're not gonna have your damn cable cause you cause Big Ten network. We're leaving the Big Ten I'm, and they, they're they going to say, like, you're never getting my business. Oh. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. They talk they a talk big game for a team that's on a two-game losing streak against Colorado.
0: Broke-ass Buffs are beating the Cornhuskers. <laughs> Didn't they beat them last year? Yeah. Mel Tucker yeah. won and all against them. That's right. Yeah, Mel Tucker undefeated against Nebraska. And MSU undefeated in 2020 incredible job by mel tucker in year one like big 10 coach of the year um i think that's a good spot to end it we talked for about 30 minutes talked some good stuff and gave our reactions to what's been going on i'll i'll, I'll let the floor talk you know just some final thoughts on what's been going on and maybe just a quick uh thought of like your glimpse into maybe how about this your final thoughts like Jerry Springer, your final thoughts are, where are we, what is going on a year from today with, with big 10 football and basketball, what happened and what is going on? You want me to go or? Yeah, you can go first. (laughs) Okay. So this is where I'm going to shoot my shot. I think there's going to be so much attrition in the football side that there's going to be no season. I really don't, I really don't think there's going to be. And I think the big Ten's going to focus all their energy on the basketball season, which will start January, 2020, early January, 2021. I don't know what day and they go to a 18 to 20 game schedule. And then it rolls into March and we have the tournament, uh, big 10 tournament in Indy with, I'm going to say, fan capacity and then we go in the NCAA tournament with 25 to 50% capacity and they try to bubble regions of the NCAA tournament like you obviously can't bubble them for weeks but like try to contain them in in a small environment for those you know five six days you're going to be in that area and then the teams that move on go bubble them in that side immediately in that region immediately. That way you get a week. Uh, And I think the NFL draft's obviously going on as planned. I still – I have this weird feeling the NFL is going to finish the season. So then, excuse me, the draft will go on like normal. It's not going to be a Zoom draft anymore. I think it'll be no fans but, like, family and stuff. And then we're going to move into college football season, and I think they're going to try 50 to 75% capacity. They're going to try so hard to get the stadium revenue that they missed this year. And I, I predict a lot of jacked up ticket prices because they are going to be so many, and I'll probably spend money on tickets, but there's going to be so many rabid fans wanting to get back in the seats to be in that crisp autumn air and crack open those Kirkland Signature Light beers on the campus of whatever school you cheer for and went to. And, you know, I, I think that's what's going to happen. I, I think next year it's going to be closer to normal, but I think 2022 is when, okay, doors open, come on in, full capacity. I think that's what's going to happen.
1: That's actually a good point about the NFL, though. So that's actually like a decent model that the college football could follow if they wanted to have a spring season. Um, right. Yeah, I think big Ten only basketball, maybe 18 games, um, maybe a six-game spring season done by mid-March before the NCAA okay. tournament. Um, and then no fans for either – Big Ten Tournament, maybe some fans. NCAA Tournament, maybe some fans. And then fall season, they're going to try and open up stadiums again. 60%, 70% maybe.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'd say 75% capacity would be the max. Unless, unless the vaccines come out and are just fucking destroying this thing. But I, yeah. I, that's going to be a while. But, Carter, what do you think, man? Yep,
2: I agree with college football. I think that it's just going to get scrapped in the in the coming months because, you know, I don't think anything is going to change in that way. Um, NFL, I think, will play as usual. I think they'll have some kind of contingency, uh, but I think even if they didn't, they'd play because I think that's just how the NFL operates. You know, I think their season will go on as scheduled and they'll probably finish, you know, Super Bowl with no fans. Um, I agree with college basketball. I think that's uh, it'll be a Big Ten season, probably, yeah, 20-ish games or so. And uh, then you can go into a tournament. I think you can include, uh, I think, family, I guess, immediate family for, for a Big Ten tournament. Hmm. Uh, then I think you can open it up to, yeah, I agree with the uh, the NCAA tournament. Could be also, I think, family. And then I think when it comes to a year from now, I think college uh, college football will, I think, do what they initially planned was like family and then I think season ticket holders or something like that. So maybe, yeah. So maybe 25% and then maybe by the, yeah. And I think maybe by then hopefully we can have some kind of plan with, with open stadiums and complete yeah. fans. I don't know how it's going to look, but I think
0: they're going to try. I I wouldn't be surprised if the litmus test for next year for college football to look at is to see how, because knowing how I think man, Rob Manfred sucks ass, I think he's going to try and put fans back in the seats at baseball stadiums next year, which I would imagine the season starts on time for baseball, you know, April 1st or whenever it does. And I think he's going to look at, I think the big 10 going to look at that and see, you know, okay, three months in is July 1st. How's it working out? You know, are, are they kind of containing things? What are they doing? and then go from there cuz i know the nba I, I saw this that they're doing like once the playoffs start or once the second round starts you can start to let family members come to games like one family member per player and then they get to, they have to quarantine for a week and then you can let more, you can bring more people in but like only one per game gets to go and i thought that was pretty interesting so i could see i could see the big 10 starting something like that for the tournament like you said you know, like maybe four people per player and spread them out, but um, and put all the Nebraska basketball player families in the upper bowl for the in Baker's life. Yeah, put them in the Nebraska's one, never.
1: Nebraska's never won a tournament game. Zero tournament wins all time.
2: Yeah. Oh no shit. No. Shit. Yeah. If never. you're, if you're, yeah, no. If you're talking like most irrelevant Power Five <laughs> college basketball team nebraska has to be that poster child i mean can you name like the best player in nebraska history nebraska basketball history is probably tyron Liu. and after that can you even name
0: any players i did not know tyron Liu went to nebraska (laughs) well there you go holy shit yeah and i remember for years they were like the dark horse favorite to win the big 10 tournament or like this team could finish second in in big 10 basketball season like and then Tim Miles would just completely shit his pants in the, in the regular season and lose to, like, back when Rutgers was really bad, lose to them, and then just completely the wheels would fall off. Um, so yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement that we're going to see fans next year, but I, I really don't think a, a packed Spartan Stadium is going to happen until 2022. Like, that's when I could see, like, them going, okay, you know, back to normal. Like, okay, everything's good because by then, or even next year, if you go to a game, like if there's a vaccine out and it's available and you still get COVID, that's kind of on you. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be a dick in saying that, but it's like, okay, the precautions are here. We literally have a vaccine that's like a ninth. say it's a, not going to be like, say it's like an 85% kill rate success. You didn't get it. You got COVID. Sorry, man or ma'am. you know um so that is our pod uh Spartan Dog tried to dial in but I think he's just having uh phone issues Kevin Warren might have hacked into his phone as a revenge for canceling the season so we'll follow up with that breaking news as it develops but uh I'm gonna try to post this tonight and uh get it out there and uh fellas Carter and Zanjo thanks for coming on where can the fine people follow you on Twitter I know that they probably do if they're listening to us, but I like to say it at the end of every pod.
1: Uh, you right. can follow me at uh, a Zanjo 69 I think's what it's at now.
2: Fantastic! What about you, Carter? <laughs> you gotta love it. You can follow me on Carter Landis three. I got back into my old account now, and go ahead and check out my Spartan Avenue pieces.
0: Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I. Yeah, I really like what you guys are doing over there and we you know we're doing some good stuff at baconwire.com too and Zanjo has a great new piece out called L O L Nebraska. <laughs> which is great. It's like a it's like a five minute read, but it's fucking great. Um, you can find me at Lugwitz Brother, L-U-G-W-I-T-S brother. I changed it from MSU Devo when we found out that the dude's basically a MAGA Trump freak. So uh, trying to distance myself from him. And uh, I think that's all we got for tonight. Thanks for coming on, fellas, and uh, go green. Go white. Go white.